2: Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford
0: and I'm Barney Lee and whether it's iconic lines, musical moments or just questionable outfit choices, the shows you'll be hearing about in our show are unique in their own way and today on our series finale we will be discussing high school musical says we have to... Oh, <laughs> <Shush
2: you. laughs> Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for creme brulee. What's that? Oh, it's a creamy custard-like filling with a caramelized surface. It's really satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) High school musical. I feel like before we start this podcast, we got to do like (laughs) that. That got really aggressive, like, so quickly. (laughs) Two chihuahuas, like, ready to kill you. (laughs)
0: Oh, my gosh. This is it. Our last episode, guys, of series one hold on, yeah, no, ho- this is going to be like a worldwide franchise, don't yeah, get us wrong, of but course. season finale of Hey Now, Hey Now, we have to talk about High School Musical.
2: I'm feeling emotional, I might need to go and like serenade myself against a wall in a quiet hallway.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's natural, yeah, mm. that, that happens all the time at school. You know what's so funny about this film is that we were the absolute ideal audience for when this came out. We were thirteen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I felt like it was like totally targeted for this. Everyone was obsessed.
2: Yeah. 2006 was when your Zac Efron obsession started. But do
0: you have any memories of seeing this or listening to the music for the first time? Yeah,
2: me and my best friends from school, we just were like obsessed with high school musical. And we'd like watch it after school with like snacks and stuff like that. And we'd just be drooling over Zac Efron and his sweepy fringe and <laughs> hot guy looks. <laughs> but like when you look back now, you're like, oh.
0: Like, that's a that's a literal child. Yeah, yeah, I know.
2: He's aged very, very well. So, Zach, if you're listening, congrats.
0: <laughs> and get in touch. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I remember really resonating with the soundtrack.
2: Well, I definitely had it on my iPod Nano. <laughs> right. And
0: I had it on my Sony Ericsson W300i. Remember oh. that white flip phone?
2: Oh, I loved that flip phone. That so was sassy.
0: peak 2006. Mm-hmm. And um, I had all the songs loaded on there. It probably took up the entire phone's memory because it's 2006. And I have these like specific memories of going on a school trip to France and me and my friend Anna listening to Get Your Head in the Game on repeat. And also I would sneak my phone onto the... <laughs> football pit during games and just keep it in my pocket and I would turn up the soundtrack as loud as it would go but obviously when you're on a big field no one can really hear it except for you because you're right next to it so while all the boys are like playing a game I'm being like bup, 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 do
2: funny get in defense Literally. You're like, bup, 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 bup,
0: bup, bup. honestly like I think I have the specific memory of someone punching me in the stomach after because I wasn't like contributing to the game <laughs> worth it let me bop to the top and peace
2: exactly
0: no? it was great it was a disney channel original movie released in i believe january 2006 mm-hmm. directed by kenny ortega who is like this renowned director choreographer like he's worked with some huge names so it was like a big deal for him to get behind a disney original movie
2: oh totally
0: and i almost feel like no one really expected it to blow up the way it did it just got lucky you just had that catalyst of like absolute bangers. You had a really strong cast and this kind of love story that was a bit, little bit like Greece.
2: Very Sandy and Danny meeting at school.
0: But without the car driving into the sun at the end. <laughs>
2: like what's up with that? All those leather cool outfits. Like in this one it's like sparkly sequin cardigan and <laughs> t-shirt over long sleeves. Yes. Ew.
0: And a thick belt that's like resting on your hips like oh, that's not serving no. any purpose <laughs> okay
2: low-rise jeans gotta stay in 2006 i'm sorry mufty day ptsd
0: truly Ew. so do you were you in any cliques at school any like after school clubs
2: do you know what i can say this i was popular but i was not like because there's a difference between and i wish someone said this to me when we were younger because there's a difference between popular and being well known because mm. i feel like there's the the typical like oh, they're not really popular. Everyone hates them. They're just scary because high school is like a hierarchy, isn't it? Like it's your fight for survival. Mm -hmm. So I was like popular because I was liked by everyone, um that i know um <laughs> you were yeah and, you know i was just a nice girl got on with my work and studies i wasn't like one of those girls who had like their hair highlighted in year seven mm. do you know what i mean so i was very kind of middle um
0: yeah like all around like, exactly me on the other hand excuse me chamber choir twice a week i was the most popular boy in school <laughs> wait hold on that's not right <laughs> I had a good time at school, you know, I had a good friendship group, we were we were kind of like the middle, like we weren't overly sporty, we weren't the sluts, <laughs> we weren't like particularly nerdy, because you've got to be intelligent for that, and that just wasn't me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if I was at East High, I probably would be in that cheerleader group, but I wouldn't be one of the dumb blondies who doesn't know anything, I just, you know hopefully be cool enough to fit in with that however I did really fancy skater boys when I was younger and remember I fancied that boy in college who got d-u-d-e for a levels could you get more skater boys dude your grades spell out dude
0: I think I would be in the drama club I'm sorry the scale of that theatre? Huge! Yeah, I think I'd I see myself there hanging out with Kelsey and the gang.
2: Yeah, oh my goodness. So do you want to run us through where they are now?
0: I'd love to. So let's start off with Zach Efron.
2: He's still alive and fit?
0: He is. That He <laughs> is. I think that's officially on his IMDb page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has starred in a lot of films since, including The Greatest Showman, mm-hmm. Baywatch... And the movie adaptation of Hairspray, which I love. was
2: so good.
0: More recently, he played prolific serial killer Ted Bundy in Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile.
2: I have not seen that because...
0: You don't want it to, like, mess your perception of Zac Efron, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, that. And also, I just hate any, like, psychopath killer kind of film.
0: Okay, all that. Yeah, yeah. and the fact that it's a true yeah. story as well. Yeah, yeah. Not ideal. Next up, we've got Vanessa Hudgens, who plays Gabriela Montez. And after that, we have Ashley. D- <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you not like Vanessa Hudgens?
0: Um, I feel like something about her I just don't vibe with. It might have stemmed the fact that she had a four-year relationship with Zac Efron, and maybe it's just like some like inherent j- jealousy.
2: Potentially,
0: she's been busy since starring in High School Musical. She's been on Broadway. She released two albums. More recently, she starred in The Princess Switch on Netflix.
2: Okay. That's quite a good little Christmas classic.
0: It's a new classic. Yeah. Yeah. Although, sorry, is this not like a Parent Trap Princess Diaries hybrid? Oh, totally. But fine. I mean, she even has a British accent.
2: Which um, she did all right with.
0: She did all right with. Well, it's getting a sequel this year. So she did something good, you know.
2: Tip tip to you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> tip tip. <laughs> oh, no, it's Pip Pip. Oh, is it-
0: Tip, tip. Oh, I'm thinking about Zach. <laughs> Do
2: you want to tell us where Corbin Blue is? Yes,
0: Corbin Blue played Chad Danforth. He went on to star in a number of Broadway productions. Also, he showed off some dance moves in Dancing with the Stars a few years ago, and he made it to the finale. What? I mean, you can imagine, you know, with those skills, like, he probably got pretty far.
2: Chad Danforth, am I right?
0: Hey... Also, I don't know if you knew this, he originally auditioned for the part of Ryan. What? I could not see no. that. I literally couldn't Him see that.
2: Him in a Baker Boy cap? No.
0: That brings me on to Monique Coleman, who plays Taylor McKessie. She was also on Dancing with the Stars and she came in fourth place. Amazing. Right. Her Instagram bio, she calls herself a champion for young people. Okay. And in 2010, she was named the UN's first ever youth champion and she founded something called Gimme Mo an organization that seeks to empower youth.
2: Wow. Yeah, so Monique Coleman, you are amazing in this film and you're clearly doing amazing in life. So go you. Go you. Love that.
0: I can't not talk about Ashley Tisdale. Living legend who plays Sharpe Evans. So before High School Musical, Ashley was already in another Disney show called The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yes.
2: She plays those hilarious characters, doesn't she? She's got very good comic timing.
0: So, after the movie's release, she continued to be in Sweet Life until 2008. Mm -hmm. And then she lent her voice to Phineas and Ferb. Yes. From 2007 to 2015. I
2: love Phineas and Ferb. I know.
0: And she announced that she's getting her own spin off movie.
2: Mom, I've got my own series. (laughs) how exciting for her that's amazing
0: so good she also got her own high school musical spin-off movie called sharpie's fabulous adventure where she moves to new york she meets a hot guy which i'm sorry the guy looks like really similar to her brother so it's like a little bit creepy there's a you know there's there's a whole thing and then last but by no means least lucas Grabeel,
2: oh
0: ryan evans he plays it so well Since the film's release, Lucas continued to act And he starred in a show called Switched at Birth
2: mm-hmm. And
0: he also voices animated characters okay. Like he's been on Family Guy um, A show called Pinky Malinky Ooh. <laughs> um, Which I'm obsessed with um, And also he's one of the few original cast members Who made an appearance on Disney Plus's show High School Musical The Musical The oh. Series <laughs>
2: So he's so he's really like championed that, you know, entire franchise. Because I feel like and this is by no means a diss to any of like the big characters or the big stars in this show, Mm -hmm. but a lot of them later on in their career have kind of like slated high school musical a little bit or like Just tried to distance themselves. Try to distance themselves and not really champion it as, as much as our boy Lucas yeah because um, and then and then I kind of think oh you need to be a little bit more grateful for a film that you should be so grateful to be in because that's literally where you got your fans in the first place you kind of need to honor that that stage right
0: and i don't think anyone is really putting people in a high school musical box because let's face it all these people are in like their mid-30s exactly like no one is being like oh that little teeny bopper like no that was like 14 years ago exactly (laughs) so yeah an amazing cast and i can't wait for the inevitable high school musical reunion in like 50 years time
2: same maybe the guy who plays the cello will be out of jail by then Okay, so best supporting character. What are we thinking here?
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot of kids at the school, so there's like a lot of different options. I mean, my mind just goes for the audition scene. You know, like I love an audition scene montage almost as much as a makeover montage.
2: And that's really where you get like the iconic characters, don't you? Like the ones that are very quotable and are just hilarious.
0: We have the interpretive dance duo who are doing a very... Interesting version of what I've been looking for. You know, like it's the boy and the girl. And she's like, it's hard to believe that I can see.
2: That you were always right beside me.
0: And like crawling (laughs) on the floor and like rolling around. And then um, Miss Darbus, the drama teacher, she's like, well, that was just... Very disturbing. Go see your counsellor. Like enable their creativity, Darvis, you know?
2: Oh, Miss Dar- I didn't like Miss Darvis when she says to Chad about holding his basketball. Like, we're not in a hockey arena. <laughs> you know, like she has no idea.
0: You know what? I think the kids lost respect for her when she started saying musical. It's musical, Darvis. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we can agree that best friend character is not darvis <laughs> Can I give a special shout out to Coach Bolton? He can get it.
2: Oh, Dilf. Right. Yes. Also, he's got a great house.
0: Okay. I mean, maybe we save that till can we discuss, but
2: what the hell is up with that? I mean, he's earning a lot for a PE teacher. Right. Unless his wife is absolutely schminted and she's like
0: Bill Gates.
2: Bill Gates. <laughs> Honestly, when we watched the film together, we really came to that unanimous decision, didn't we? Of who the best supporting character could be.
0: Yes. She doesn't have a name.
2: We call her Auditioning Wink Girl. So she's kind of like... She's she's leaning on the piano.
0: Leaning on the piano. She's got her head resting in one hand. She's like continual eye contact with Miss Darbus as she's singing this like slow ballad.
2: It's hard to believe, wink, if I couldn't see, wink. But you will always wink, wink, wink. (laughs) And, like,
0: I feel like at some point she, like, blows a kiss or, like, licks her lips or something. Like, a bit, like, a little bit off for, like, a student-teacher pairing. Yeah. She's the type of girl who will do anything to get a role.
2: What's she expecting Miss to say? Like, you've got callbacks in my apartment. (laughs)
0: let's talk about best musical moments for a second because hello it's high school musical
2: so there's plenty of songs to talk about
0: i want to start with start of something new (laughs) the karaoke number at that random ski lodge that is the first scene it's kind of really nice because not only is it the beginning of troy and gabriella's story it's also the beginning of zach and Vanessa's story. Like, yeah. it's honestly, it's the first song in the first movie. It's
1: very
2: cute and romantic.
0: Yes. Something I want to address is that this is not Zach Efron's singing voice in this film. It's a like guy called Drew Seeley's.
2: Oh. Thank God for Drew, because you know the scene where Zach sneaks into Vanessa's house via yes. the balcony? There is a moment where he does do his natural voice, and it's like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> honestly. Like,
2: Eeyore, shush.
0: <laughs> Honestly. And, and he does that really cringy thing. He's like... The start of something new.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> even,
0: imagine someone's a boy singing a cappella to you <laughs> and going into like a spoken word. Ugh, no, it, like spoken word song. No. Oh. So, um, this guy Drew Seeley, um, he sang Zach's because Zach's vocal range was too low for the songs in the first Mm. film so they got this guy Drew who's like an actor and singer in his own right to do them but then in High School Musical 2 and 3 it is Zach singing because they wrote the songs with Zach's vocal range in mind Ah. so that everything was like a little bit lower so it was comfortable for him and like I'm not knocking Zach as a singer. He sang in Hairspray. He sang in The Greatest Showman. Like, yeah. he's very good. It's just that like he just needed a lower register for those.
2: Just briefly go back to the audition sequence with what I've been looking for. And there is that guy who sings, it's hard to believe that I couldn't sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love that moment.
0: Classic Alan. And Alan. Miss Darbus goes, Alan, I admire your spunk.
2: Ew, Ew, Darvish.
0: Darvish. She, she's so inappropriate with students she, she goes alan i admire your spunk as to your singing that's a wonderful tie you're wearing
2: next oh my goodness did they cut out the line where she goes come back to my apartment
0: <laughs> for the callback for the callback i want you wearing nothing but that
2: tie <laughs> what about okay should we talk about get your head in the game
0: Oh, you mean the song where they invented basketball? Yes, let's talk about that.
2: What an absolute banger. Now, if you need any motivation in life, you just got to play that song. You know what I mean? You know when you see like quotes on Instagram, it's like, put your hair in a messy bun. Pull yourself a coffee and play some, like, aggressive rap to get yourself motivated. Yeah. Just play, get your head in the game, you know what I mean? Maybe even put a little poster of Troy Bolton above your desk.
0: Oh, you mean that life-size poster that they have in the hallway?
2: Yes. Oh, it's not
0: even life-size, it's like 10 times the size. Who needs to see Troy Bolton's face that big?
2: Miss Darbus. <laughs> <laughs> She's got another coffee in her apartment. <laughs> around the school wow she doesn't have bad eyesight she just has those glasses to zoom in
0: you know she conveniently confiscates his cell phone she's putting her number in
2: who's missy d (laughs) d (laughs) oh Oh my gosh oh my gosh
0: wow. wow okay conspiracy there was a sexual predator at east high i repeat a sexual predator at east high get out kids and, oh my God, she goes, she walks confidently into the boys' locker room. <laughs> <laughs> That's not allowed. That's not
2: allowed.
0: Um, What were we even talking about? Oh, get your head in the game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just the, the production of that song using the basketball hitting the floor and then like the trainer squeaks and integrating that into the music.
2: Very clever. Yeah. Really, really love that.
0: And I love the breakdown. And then Troy's like, you know, why does it feel so rough? <laughs> Like, wow, emotional. Very
2: emotional. Do you wonder why all these basketball guys do know how to like choreograph a dance?
0: It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Especially as Chad's like, I can't believe you're auditioning and he's like, hands
2: on the hips, flex those arms. throw the basketball. Chad never confessed anything in the in the dining hall, so maybe his was ballet. Maybe. Chad danced forth
0: yeah i mean hello, hello.
2: <laughs> speaking of which shall we talk about status quo
0: yes let's do it
2: What i really love about this song is the <laughs> no 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 and that can be applied to anything it right can. run out of Haagen-Dazs in your refrigerator no 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 no
0: run out of jaron No, no
2: no <laughs> Love that popcorn.
0: It's so great. You get to see all the unsung heroes in, you know, the supporting cast. You we are introduced to Martha. Oh. Part of the like kind of geeky squad. Homework club. Yeah. She has some iconic lines that I think we will definitely move on to oh, shortly. For um sure. but stick to the status quo. It's just one of those songs. I think if if you had to pick one song from every movie to just encompass what high school music is. I would pick Stick to the Status Quo. And that's why I'm calling it my best musical moment.
2: Agreed. That song really makes me crave creme brulee.
0: Oh, that song really makes me crave Zeke.
2: Oh, hubba, hubba. All right, so let's discuss best outfits. Yes, and it's
0: 2006, so you know the outfits are going to be fly.
2: Honestly, no one wears rhinestones and sequin cardigans quite like Sharpay, do they?
0: <laughs> you know what's actually really funny? Comparing pictures of Ashley Tisdale on the red carpet at around this time and comparing what Sharpay was wearing in the movies, it's the same outfit. <laughs> Literally, like, she was so in Sharpay's mind.
2: Honestly, Ashley Tisdale is, like, prime disney star they're like here wear this gypsy skirt and rhinestone belt and this (laughs) sequin cardigan honey and he's like okay i'm for it
0: (laughs) and a feather boa on a red carpet with like uggs
2: (laughs) exactly i
0: want to touch on chad's wardrobe okay i don't know if you noticed, but in nearly every scene he's wearing three wristwatches what literally he's wearing three watches on his wrist and apparently it came about um because the costume designer said okay corbin out of these three watches which one would you like to wear what do you think um chad would wear and he was like all of them so he wears three watches and they're all set to a different time zone oh very charlie's angels <laughs> also he loves a slogan T. And I loved a slogan tea. You
2: did love a slogan tea. If you didn't listen to our last podcast episode, first of all, how dare you? Um, Second of all, Barney, when he was younger, and I can vouch for this because we've been friends since we were seven. Barney had a t-shirt that said designated wingman on it, but he didn't really know what it meant. So...
0: Chad loves a slogan T, And again, apparently, Corbyn got to design the t-shirts and he got to come up with the slogans. Oh, right. So we have two absolute gems. Mm-hmm. He's got one that says, I come with my own background music. Okay, what music is that? <laughs> and <he laughs> Tell has, us more. And he has another one that says, laughing on the inside.
2: Oh. Oh, I need that t-shirt. <laughs> I'm always laughing on the inside.
0: And he has a few more that... Um, crop up in high school musicals two and three but we'll touch on those another time yeah so chad great outfits
2: so vanessa hudgens her character gabriella
0: yes i feel like gabriella dresses way cooler than the like nerdy character that she's supposed to be portraying it like she wears like kind of like velour track suit yeah. and like i don't know if she's wearing uggs but it's very much like that style
2: yeah very girl girl next door like your mum would be happy if you walked out of the house wearing that outfit kind of thing yeah lip glosses popping yeah um well didn't side her- ponytail
0: didn't her mum pick the outfit that she wears at the beginning
2: <laughs> yes the same. So- i've left your outfit on your bed oh
0: gosh first of all don't go through my stuff woman
2: (laughs) honestly well that was the outfit that i'm i'm hoping to discuss is the beginning scene when she's at the party and she's wearing that light blue sparkly cardigan but i'm thinking it's a new year's eve party get her a cute little dress or something and maybe
0: tell her not to bring a book to a party she's probably carved out a load of pages at the back and she's got some like Mini bar vodkas inside. <laughs>
2: Mini bar vodkas and tic tacs. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I like that. Bad girl Montez. <laughs> See you in Darby's attention. <laughs> Clothing optional. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's let's get back to it. Best outfits. I think there's only one style icon in this film.
2: Oh, talk to me.
0: Her name is Ryan. And honestly, anything he wears needs to be in a museum.
2: Yeah, the best outfit of this entire film has to be Ryan's pink Kangol hat. Yes! Now, like, I have this theory, right? Because there's only a few people who can really pull off a Kangol hat. You're either Snoop Dogg or you're Ryan. There's no in between.
0: (laughs) So let's move on to most iconic quotes. And basically, it's, I've all I've got are Sharpay's entire script.
2: I thought you were going to say you've printed the entire script of high school music. <laughs> <Little>. Yes. <laughs> May I start with this one, which is um, in the beginning scene of the karaoke scene. It's a good place to start. Um, when Gabriella says to Troy, you're really good at singing too. <laughs> and Troy's like, yeah my showerhead is very impressed with me, which is iconic and really reminds me of this mug my mum bought me for Christmas. Yeah. And it says, professional shower singer (laughs) on the mug. Hey, no one can quite remix Mariah Carey into Annie the Musical like I Ah! can.
0: (laughs) And I don't think that Troy's showerhead is interested in his singing ability.
2: No, it's literally like looking down on him.
0: Yeah, with... A camera that Darvis installed. Jarvis, <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Sharpe and Ryan. Their chemistry is so good. So it's at the end of their audition with What I've Been Looking For. Yeah. As people are applauding, she kind of turns to him and goes, I told you not to do the jazz squares. And then he goes, it's a crowd favorite. Everyone loves a good jazz square.
2: They do they love do. a good
0: jazz square. <laughs> Sharpay was wrong.
2: Exactly. Honey, have you ever worked in showbiz? Also,
0: side note, did you know that they were twins? I thought they were just brother and sister. Oh,
2: same. Oh, it's much better knowing that they're twins. And that's why they hang out all the time.
0: It kind of makes sense because if you think about it, if they're twins, then yeah, they're going to be in the same year group. Mm. Whereas if they're brother and sister, they'd probably be about a year apart. Yeah. Um, There's
2: a lot on the internet that say, you know, why do they play like romantic partners? Yes. Throughout the series, like they're brother and sister me best not
0: look into that yeah
2: it's an innocent program like it's a
0: family friendly
2: film Walt didn't mean to create that subplot know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> but Mickey did <laughs> but yeah that that is such an iconic quote and there's that funny one too when Troy says to Chad that Sharpay's kind of cute and then Chad goes "Yeah, so was a mountain lion but you don't pet it
0: <laughs> I also have mad respect for Zeke for trying to get with Sharpay it's kind of like a continuous theme that happens throughout the first film at least and he goes up to her would you like to watch me play ball sometime and she goes I'd rather stick pins in my eyes and then he's like well wouldn't that be awfully uncomfortable and she's just like Ugh. evaporate tall person
2: I love that quote evaporate tall person <laughs> I say that often at the cinema you know when you're sitting there and like a giraffe <laughs> walks in and sits in front of you like do you mind Michael Jordan <laughs> I wanna be able to see this film.
0: But I think we both agree on our number one most iconic quote, and it comes from a little lady called Martha from the <gasps> Homework Club. So it's during Stick to the Status Quo, and she's confessing her love of hip hop.
2: Oh, she loves to pop and lock and jam and break?
0: Is that even legal?
2: Not another pee.
0: Do, 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 do. <laughs> and she's like,
2: It's just dancing. Sometimes I think it's cooler than homework.
0: (laughs) No, no, no.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. no. Martha, no. Uh,
0: But literally, she's built a career off of that line. She's called Casey Stroh. Mm -hmm. And she um, actually appeared in the High School Musical TV series.
2: Oh, right. Yeah,
0: so that's cool. So she was on it with Lucas as well.
2: Which I think is really cool. She stuck to the franchise. Yeah. Amazing.
0: And then also a little bit later in that song, Sharpay is trying to put everyone down. And Martha's like,
2: hip hop hooray. She has got (laughs) to (laughs) go. Oh, Martha. (laughs) That is the most iconic quote. Yes. Hip hop hooray. All right. So now we're going on to can we discuss... Our favourite part of the podcast. Yes. You've said this since episode one. Pretty
0: much. Okay, I'm going to kick off. Sharpay deserves better. And I know that this is something that the internet has widely discussed before, but it needs repeating. Sharpay is not the villain of this movie, and she does not deserve to be painted that way. Gabriella, some new kid who hasn't even made an impression on the school before she gets cast as the lead role in the musical. Like, what? Ryan and Sharpe are extremely talented and trained performers. Meanwhile, Troy and Gabriella, well, their only experience is singing a fake-ass song at karaoke. Also, Sharpe and Ryan turn Kelsey's super boring and slow version of what I've been looking for into a certified bop. And you know, like, Give them credit. They've worked so hard for it. Yeah. And despite all of that, at the end scene, when Sharpe's dreams are like crushed, because mm. Gabriella's got the role, she goes up to Gabriella, decides to be the bigger person and tells her to break a leg. I mean, Gabriella's like, what? And she's like, it means good luck. Gabrielle doesn't even know the term break a leg. Yeah.
2: She's not deserving. Some people just hate confidence, don't they? Truly. I mean, like, look, she could have been nicer in some moments, but credit to her. She's She's a woman who knows what she wants, which is what we should all be like.
0: She's determined. She's confident. She has great dress sense. (laughs) She's got some really funny one-liners.
2: And she really taught me how to use my voice. You know, like the vocal warm-ups? The as a radio presenter once upon a time i needed that
0: okay so here's like something that's just not spoken about the amount of wealth in this film yes so let's start at the school this enormous school Mm -hmm. i don't know if the rent is cheap in albuquerque but oh my goodness this school is massive Mm -hmm. they have a mechanic shop they have a rooftop garden They have a huge basketball court. They have a Broadway-sized theatre. And do high schools actually have giant posters of their students in the hallways? Like, couldn't you put that money towards, like, erasers and textbooks? Yeah. Or like, oh no, let's get this huge picture of Troy blown up.
2: It's so true. But, like, the kids who go there, all of their parents seem to be absolutely minted as well. Obviously, we talked about Troy Bolton's house Mm -hmm. looking like literally a mansion. Gabriella's house is also the same. Like her mum is transferred to Albuquerque. Single mum. Yeah. Literally affords this like 10 bedroom house. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Gabriella's got a balcony.
2: Yeah. I don't even have a window.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I have a conspiracy about this.
2: Okay, I'm excited to hear your This
0: weird emphasis on pouring money and attention onto the school sports teams and their like theatre clubs. Okay, so do you remember when the basketball team are there to support the drama team mm-hmm. and they zip off their hoodies and they have the phrase, go drama club, written on their t-shirt? Yeah,
2: and Troy's like, exclamation point. Exclamation
0: point. And Ryan is trying to read the shirt. He's like, go, go, go dream, go, go dream. And and Sharpe just rolls her eyes and walks away. I have a theory. Ryan is illiterate and the school has not taught him to read and write because they're so focused on him doing well in theatre and, like, getting the school, like, all this attention that they don't even care that he can't read or write. (laughs) How can you not read Go Drama Club! exclamation point?
2: Ryan!
0: He's not going to Spanish class. He's just singing Bop to the Top and learning all his Spanish from the lyrics.
2: Yeah, his Spanish teacher is Shakira. (laughs) (laughs) So the most annoying thing about this high school musical is we don't even know what the musical is about because we never see a musical.
0: Right. It's like a musical within a musical. And there's so many conflicting things. Like, we have different props and costumes and, like, songs. So that we... Okay, so we see trees, mm-hmm. um, like, gold outfits that are being sewn. Yeah. A huge, like, prop of this, like, crescent moon with uh-huh. a creepy face. Um, A
2: camel wearing a fez.
0: Yes, many camels. (laughs) Um, And then the musical, it's got ballads. It has, like, a salsa number. What is the story that they're trying to tell? So I read this BuzzFeed article, trying to decipher what this musical is, and they came up with a story about um, the two leads played by Sharpay and Ryan. They are friends who become lovers who then become professional colleagues. Like, they're like actors and they're bopping their way to the top of their career and then something happens and then they break free of that.
2: So a much more exciting storyline would be that they're bop, bop, bopping to the top of a mountain because they're like bopping along on a camel. Love it. And then they get thrown in a cave Mm -hmm. and then they have to break free.
0: (gasps) Nice. And
2: they can only break free... From the tree man who sits in the tree.
0: <laughs> you were doing so well, Emily. And then... It's
2: grandmother Willow's brother.
0: <laughs> okay, and then where does the moon come in?
2: Have you ever seen Bear in the Big Blue House? <laughs> it's yes. a moon that guides them.
0: I love it. Okay, so we we'll now... Here's our petition. I feel like every week we're setting up a new petition. (laughs) Who's keeping on track of these? Okay, but our petition this week, get that musical made, for real. We
2: want to see it. Honestly, a camel in sunglasses. That we have to see. (laughs) So I think the final thing that we need to discuss is, you know, the idea of just breaking into song out of nowhere. So you're at school Mm -hmm. and suddenly you just see this random person just like standing by the wall going, it's funny how <laughs> the world is dead on the well, outside. With no
0: music.
2: Just completely like, like you'd walk past like, uh Are,
0: are you, you okay? okay?
2: Are, are you, you having you... a mental breakdown? <laughs> what is happening?
0: It's weird because this it's it's difficult because this film Is about a musical, but they also express themselves in kind of like these fantasy situations where they are singing, but they're not actually singing. So like the whole like get your head in the game. They're not actually, you know, doing a dance routine, but it completely blurs the lines. And you do get confused. You're like, wait, what's reality in this film? Yeah. I also, uh, sometimes just like the lack of realism really like gets to me. So Troy and Gabriella never reading the sheet music. How do they know the lyrics and the melody? You know, like, Kelsey's playing on the piano and, like, within, like, one second, they they know all the words. Yeah, it's
2: not a made-up song. Like, if, if someone said, okay, Emily, spontaneously, can you sing this song from Chicago? Me, just because I know the song's from Chicago. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? I, who doesn't? I'd be able to sing it. Yeah. But, like... Kelsey's made up this song Mm -hmm. by herself. Yeah. How do they they know? I don't know. And this is another thing to add on about that relationship as well. You know, like the moment where she like shoots the hoops and he's like, wow, you can shoot hoops too? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And I also invented the space shuttle and microwave popcorn. Like, as in that's supposed to be funny. (laughs) And he's like, haha, good one. No, it's not. Ew. I'm like, This relationship has terrible banter. Their (laughs) sex is going to be so vanilla. (laughs) Missionary. (laughs) Can we say that?
0: Emily, it's our last trivia round for the season.
2: I'm so emotional.
0: I'm emotional, but also determined to win.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Get your head in the game, mister. Right. Right. So what is the Wildcats mascot called?
0: Called?
2: It says it on the back of his shirt. Oh,
0: no. Um, I'm going to say Caddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not called Catty. It's called Wiley.
0: Oh, okay. What is the name of East High's rivals?
2: Oh, okay. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to do a mastermind and say pass.
0: The West High Knights.
2: Oh, West High.
0: West High Knights. Oh yeah, gonna get it right.
2: Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So this is my question. So Sharpay says to Ryan, "We need to save our show from people who don't know the difference between a Tony Award and a what?
0: And a Tony Hawk. Yeah." Yes! And I only known Tony Hawk from that one episode of The Simpsons.
2: Oh. He's a
0: skateboarder. He
2: is a skateboarder.
0: Okay. What are the names of the lead characters in the play? It says it on the callback sheet.
2: I actually don't know.
0: It's Minnie and Arnold. Oh. From literally, like, what is this? The 1920s? Hey
2: Arnold! Hey Arnold! Football head! (laughs) Maybe that's why Ryan wears a hat. Because he has a football head. Maybe. Perfect. I
0: like it. I see it.
2: Yeah. Um, Okay. As it's a musical,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm hoping that you can do a finish the lyric. Oh,
0: <gasps> love these!
2: I believe in dreaming, shooting for the
0: stars. Yes! Oh, baby, easy. to
2: be number one, you got to raise the bar.
0: Do do do! Yes, stars. The yes. answer is stars. Excellent. Yes. Very good. Okay, here's a fun one.
2: Okay. It's quite hard. Oh no!
0: <laughs> Name the four bakes that Zeke mentions and stick to the status quo
2: four bakes
0: so you already know one of them
2: crème brûlée yep cookies no oh, he makes cookies he does end. make
0: cookies but in the song think about his okay think about his his like confession he's like I bake what I love to bake mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. souffle no but it does begin with S one is the first one's I want to say German strudel yes strudels second one begins with s as well scones yes even he goes i love to bake strudel scones even <laughs> okay i'm gonna give you a clue so it's it's two words uh-huh. the first word is a fruit and the second word is Pandowdy. he's like strudel scones even mm-hmm, pandowdy. name that fruit
2: blueberry <laughs> <No>. strawberry <laughs> well
0: it's like if you had to draw one fruit a banana (laughs) draw one fruit yeah if you like a classic fruit apple yes (laughs) apple pandowdy.
2: oh
0: okay that was a hard one that was really hard okay I'll give you a point
2: um okay so this is my question when Ryan sees that they have callbacks he says maybe we're being punked maybe we'll get to meet Ashton yes yeah Ashton Kutcher I had I had such a crush on Ashton Kutcher
0: Okay, so during Stick to the Status Quo, what food gets spilt on Sharpay?
2: It's like, it's like a tomato sauce or something.
0: It's, it's like meaty. You're like on the right lines, but it's like, it's kind of like meaty. It's like a chilli? Yes. Yeah. um, But like, like cafeteria food, like what might you have?
2: Oh gosh, it's going to be on like chilli on chips or something. (laughs) On chip, chili chips
0: chili cheese fries
2: oh you my goodness it. oh i'm
0: so happy oh, oh my god i thought you. i thought this was gonna be really it's gonna
2: be over over <laughs> for me okay i'm gonna test your spanish skills now señor
0: okay well i never learned spanish at school so well that's, sabotage.
2: <laughs> that's your own fault <laughs> um when ryan and sharpay start singing bop to the top mm-hmm. okay ryan says mucho gusto what does sharpay respond with
0: so the song starts. And he like, goes,
2: it's very like Arriba ay, 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 yeah. kind of music, Arriba. and he's like mucho gusto, and then oh. she says something. Does
0: she go suave?
2: She does say that in the song, oh. but what she responds with is I que fabulosa.
0: Uh, what does that even mean?
2: I am fabulous. Oh, okay. okay. I,
0: I guess I, I could have got that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last question for you, Emily Sanford. What do Gabriella and Taylor do to get out of the science decathlon and to get into the theater auditorium?
2: They change all the electrical system to make the points board and the lights all turn off. Yes, so it's like
0: that's part one. Yeah, so that gets the basketball team out. But how do they get out?
2: They like set off a stink bomb or something.
0: I'll give you that. Yeah, there's like a there's some like random chemicals bubbling and it just starts frothing up they're like (laughs) good one guys well that's it i really hope that you've been marking these because i don't know any of the scores of any of the other things should we just say a tie
2: yeah yeah Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) it was just mainly to see if our listeners knew some of the answers and can get involved and stuff like that do you know what this has been such a fun season and like, I'm really happy with Hey Now.
0: I'm so glad that we finally sat down to this. We've been talking about it for so long. And now we're just doing the damn thing. We're
2: doing the damn thing. And
0: I'm really, really excited for the next 10 seasons. So
2: buckle in, kids! Buckle in, kids! And make sure that you go to Hey Now, Hey Now on Instagram and tell us what kind of films you'd be interested in hearing.
0: Yeah, guys, send us your recommendations because if it was up to me, we'd just be talking about Herbie Fully Loaded for the next 10 episodes. <laughs> hey, but also DM me if you do want that. <laughs>
2: Lindsay Lohan classic okay (laughs) (laughs) I start the engine and drive away from you (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this podcast like honestly we've been so grateful for all your DMs and lovely messages and it's so nice to know that you love these films as much as we do
0: yeah I didn't think that was going to be possible (laughs) so stick with us let us know what you'd like to hear for series 2 and you'll be hearing from us very very soon
2: so, shall we go and bake some creme brulee?
0: I was thinking we could listen to Vanessa Hudgens' album instead.
2: Uh, insert <laughs> crickets. <laughs> no,
0: no, no!
1: <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.